Hey, welcome to the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast, where it is my goal to help you see what is possible for your business, for your life, and for the sales that are going to get you there. Get ready to be inspired and supported while you launch and grow your health and wellness business. I'm Nicole Kramer, coach, sales expert, and health and wellness fanatic. Each week, I will be having amazing guest experts that will share with us their knowledge on mindset, money, how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard. You can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. First of all, thanks you guys for joining us for another amazing training. I don't know. I just get so excited about these every week because I feel like I'm learning so much from them. Of course, it's my Facebook group and I've designed all these trainings, but I cannot believe how exciting and fun they are and how much I'm getting out of them. So I hope you guys are too. I know from a lot of the feedback I've gotten that you guys are really enjoying them. So we've got another great one coming here for you tonight. And this is my friend Marla, and I'm really excited to introduce Marla to you guys. We have been friends for a little over a year. And we met in such a unique way because we are actually coached by the same person. And I did not know much about my coach when I signed up to start working with her. And Marla was one of the very first people that I met in the room. And Marla's been at this game for a while now. She's a very, very accomplished coach in the industry. And it was just really cool to kind of look around the room and realize who I was in the company of. And I, I learned very early on. Not only was I in the company of some amazing people, but it it made me realize what was possible. And that's one of the messages that I want you guys to get just all the time from me, but especially here tonight is what is possible for you as well. These dreams and desires that you have of, of, you know, going out there and making the world a better place are real and they are absolutely there for you to rise up to the challenge and, and go for it. And uh, part of doing that is learning that there are things about yourself that are going to have to evolve and grow and transform, and you're going to have to stretch yourself. And one of those places is in the area of money and wealth consciousness, because we talk a lot about sales in this group and sales can't happen without money being involved. And meeting Marla in that room, being in that room with those women who, again, showed me what is possible for myself and my own business was just amazing. And seeing how I was going to have the opportunity to grow as a person was really cool. And and it's, it's just been a a true transformation over the past year. And a lot of that is just because I've been in good company and Marla and I have stayed close. We actually found out in that room that day that we were neighbors, which has been really cool because we've been able to get together. I've been to a couple of her events. We've done some really fun yoga classes together. And I was really excited to be able to bring her on here tonight to teach you guys some things that are really going to help you move forward in your business. So welcome, Marla. One of my, I just have to say this too, one of my favorite things, one of my favorite phrases that I learned from Marla in that very first time that I was in the room with you is the laptop lifestyle, mm. which I thought was a really cool way, a way to coin what we do. Mm-hmm. We all want to live the laptop lifestyle. And probably my favorite thing that I've used repeatedly over the past year is a phrase I heard from you, which is how good am I willing to let my life get? Yeah. And I'm going to, at this point, turn it over to you and let you tell us a little bit about yourself and your backstory and why that question was so meaningful to you 
as well, because I, I loved hearing that phrase from you. And it's definitely helped me transform in many ways in my life. How good are you willing to let your life get? Yeah, no kidding. Well, thank you. First of all, I'm thrilled to be here. And uh, it's amazing the you know, the journey that we've had. Because we met everybody we met in Santa Monica at our coaches, you know, retreat of the two day retreat. And it was a wonderful group of women. And we were there together. That was the beginning of where we are now a year later. So I'm super, super proud of you from being there and having the right, the gift of being able to see you there and now see you a year later. So here we are. Yes, <laughs> we are. I probably seemed pretty clueless and naive at that oh, time. No. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Had no idea what I was really getting myself into, but it was, you're right. It, it's been an amazing transformation and being friends with you and, and the rest of the women in the community has been one of the best gifts of all. It really, I mean, it is. I mean, you know, being a coach, obviously we, we have to walk our talk. We have to evolve and we have to constantly, constantly require ourselves to to grow and evolve mm-hmm. right and our I mean I have to say this I mean our challenges and you probably shared this with your community is that our challenges as a coach make for the best content to coach oh yeah right it's like what you're getting from Nicole what my clients get from me is not only what I've learned from my coaches, but my own challenges and mistakes I've made along the way that make fantastic teaching content. <laughs> because what's our job? Our job is to, to make it easier, learning curve shorter, right? And to don't make the mistakes that we've made along the way, right? Yeah. So it's, it's really, there's a lot of gift in the challenge for sure. Yeah. Sure. We've been through the fire. We have been through the fire and, and it never ends. I mean, I'm on 11 years and it does not end, girl. <laughs> it's just constant. It's just a higher level. That's all. You feel better and worse at the same time, but no, no I'm just kidding. Overall, it's, it's great to hear that because I love the realness and the rawness that I hear from people like you who have been veterans in the industry for a while, knowing that you know, what, what we're going through isn't unique to us. Another phrase I got from you that I really love is what's personal is universal. Yeah. You know, you're not alone in this journey and you're not the only one who's struggling in the ways that you're struggling sometimes. And part of the benefit of working with coaches and mentors is they have the map so that you don't have to get so stinking lost along the way. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's just, I can't even imagine not having a coach. I mean, from the, from the get-go like you, you know, when I started 11 years ago, I had a coach. I'm like, I don't have time to waste. I want to get going. I want, I don't know how to do this. Sign me up, <laughs> you know. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know how how people are able to do that, but that you know, it's okay. Everybody has their own journey. Well, so probably part of what we'll talk about tonight too is some people are too willing to put their dreams on pause, but there's an element of wealth consciousness that I would argue is they're allowing to hold themselves back from. Oh, huge, it's huge, and I this is one of my obviously favorite subjects. Yeah. So I'm going to start with, and then I'll just kind of share with you my my story. I'm going to have you, in fact, I want you to write this down, everybody, is I want you to write how you do money is how you do everything. So how you do money is how you do everything, right? So those of you that are going to watch the recording or those that are live, keep that in mind as I can, you know, talk and share with you about your relationship with money. 
And what that initially means is any habits, behaviors, or, or mindset, right? Mostly habits and behaviors that you have that are going to be transformed through your relationship with money, right? Will also affect the rest of part of your life, really who you are. So if you lack boundaries or in money, you lack boundaries in other parts of your life. And so the good news is there's a solution to all that. But when you're able to look at your habits and behaviors and your mindset with money, right, because it is truly next to you, yourself, your higher power, and your significant other, it's one of the most important relationships you will have in this lifetime. And you've got to get it right, right? You've got to keep evolving it. So yes, is that your habits and behaviors, once you recalibrate, transform them, everything else starts to change because you're the common denominator, right? And it's like a rising tide lifts all ships. So as you change this really, really vital relationship in your life, everything else changes and it's so amazing. So, and, and it never ends, by the way, is that each level, each time you go up a new level of revenues and you evolve and your confidence evolves and your wealth consciousness evolves, each time you go to a new level, you know, there's more to learn, right? In fact, one of my other coaches, not, not uh, Gina, another one of my coaches along the way, she has this saying, she says, new level, new devil, right? You've heard that? I say it to myself all the time. I know, right? If you think you're through something, you're like, yeah, I got that. I got I know, that. Right? Like, what is this? Yeah, not with, not with money. Yep, yeah, it's a forever evolving. But the, the great news is when you learn the tools and how to deal with your relationship with money, which again, we'll talk about tonight, you'll, you'll be fine. You know, yes, you'll go through whatever you have to go through, but you'll have the tools that a lot of people don't have. Right. So whatever it is that you are teaching them, Nicole, along with what I'm sharing tonight, you're going to be in good, you know, good hands. So, okay. So my background is this, um, you know, I'm an international success coach and business strategist. And I say for creatives, a lot of my clients are women, right. Of all different types of industries. But I say creatives because my entire career for 30 years, oh my gosh, has been with creatives. So prior to 2008, when I started my coaching business, I was in the entertainment industry and I had a blast. I was a publicist, right? So I ran around, this was 22 years. I was a publicist for visual and performing artists, films, uh, film companies, and so forth. And it was so, so dynamic. Um, I was able to monetize what I went to school for. I have a degree in PR journalism. My art is writing. So I love to write, much like a painter can just get up there on a canvas and start painting. I'm like that with a blank piece of, you know, Word document and off I go. So that's one of my artistries. The other is I love visual arts. So I've lived around and worked around artists and creatives of all types, right? Photographers, filmmakers, performing artists, visual artists, you know, you name it, right? All different types. 
And my whole family is from, my whole family is artistic. So it's a natural for me to, to be able to, to really, you know, dial in on creatives because I know them, I know their hearts, I know how they operate and so forth. So, however, I have worked with health coaches, I've worked with image consultants, I mean, you name it, there's all different types. So around the 20-year mark is when I started to get what I call, I got a divine discontent. I was discontented. I was ready for a change. My intuitive message was, it's time for you to come out from behind the scenes, which is what a publicist is, and put you in the spotlight and go change more lives. And I freaked out. (laughs) I get this intuitive message, and I'm so accustomed to being the person behind the scenes was not, believe it or not, it was not comfortable for me at all, even consider being a coach or a speaker. And that didn't show up for about a year. That option didn't show up for about a year until I was looking around at different options and I eventually stopped working. I had my own PR agency for 13 of those 22 years. And I worked out of my home while I raised my now 28-year-old son, amazing guy, And it it was fantastic for being a mom and raising, you know, my son and I'm working out of my home and I got all this freedom, right? So all you moms, I know you understand. But yes, so at the 20 year mark is when I started getting antsy, I wanted to do something bigger. And at that time, it was really around 2006 when everything started to change and everyone's going to these things called a blog and everyone's on MySpace and everybody's talking about this thing called social media. And I'm like, what the heck is all this? Right? So I live life prior to all this, everybody. <laughs> it was incredible. Um, hearing MySpace. It's been so long since I've heard that. Isn't that funny? Think about? Isn't that funny? It's the only yeah. social site that was out there at that point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I knew that social media was becoming the new PR. Mm-hmm. And I knew I had to reinvent me besides my discontent. Intuitively, I knew it was time for me to evolve, right? So I had to reinvent me, which is what I did. Long story short, found a couple coaches. I've never, by the way, I've never gone without a coach in my 11 years. I can't even imagine doing my business without a coach. Agreed. Right. It's just uh, totally agreed. It's just, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do it. You can't. I just feel like waking up every day and having to figure that out on my own. And it, it just, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and having that support is a game changer. Yeah, no. And having a community like what you have here and all that. So yes, is that I ended up finding a couple coaches. Um, I think I had two programs at the same time. And like I said, I was like, I was a woman on a mission. I'm like, let's get this going. And so that was then the beginning of, which I called my, I was a personal branding coach for entrepreneurs. I helped people turn them in, into a brand because that's what I was doing for 20 years, right? With all my celebrities and visual performing artists. So it was an easy segue, but I did not know how to do, do coaching. I'm like, how do I take all of this, right? How do I take all of this and put it into a coaching program? So anyway, that's, that's what happened. And it was called Embrace Your Spotlight was the name of my, my company. And it was perfect because I too did not know how to embrace my spotlight. Like I told you, I was not comfortable in the spotlight. Here I was in PR and I wasn't comfortable. So that was part of my beginning of my evolution. 
So that's how that started. And then I just focused on helping people, literally, or I should say entrepreneurs, how to turn themselves into a brand. A lot of people didn't know how to do that online. So I was some of the few experts at that time that knew how to monetize Facebook, how to use it for a publicity channel, and how to turn yourself into this brand and build a community. So 2008, way back when there wasn't a lot of coaches, that's when I started and was doing that focus, the personal branding. Gosh, I was doing that for five of my 11 years. And then I started to evolve more into business coaching, even though I was already doing that, but I wasn't focused on it. My lead was personal branding. Now it's one of my programs that I offer. So that's it. So 11 years of a lot of evolving, many different coaches, and this one in particular, which I'll be sharing uh, in a little bit, that I was in one of her, I should say two of her certification programs and how to coach this money relationship. Right? Wow. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> I could be on here for two hours just talking about everything I learned. So that's wow. it. That's my backstory. I'm grateful, grateful to be where I'm at today. 11 years. I will say it's probably the... There's a ton of gift in it. There's, I mean, fantastic things to to be grateful for, but it's probably been the hardest 11 years of my life because of the transformation, right? This stuff's, I'm going to be honest, everybody, and I know you know this, this is not easy. This is not for the faint of heart because there's so much richness in it, right? You have to love it. So much. Yeah. And, And it's who you are and whose lives you're impacting. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think there's a lot of things when we look back in, in our lives, it's like the stuff that I have the fondest memories of, for example, I was talking to somebody earlier today about the fact that I played college basketball. I would never use the word easy to describe that, but it's one of the best experiences I ever had in my life, but it was hard every day. And again, you go back to it. We had a coach, we had a community and those were part of the reasons why we were successful, why we get up, you know, got up every day and, and did it. And I know my best friend, Jamie's on here watching right now. And I like what she said. She said, you basically aligned with what you were good at with what others needed. That's right. And I think that's the beauty of what the coaching industry is all about. It's what have I been through? What fires have I, have I gotten through yep. and how can I show others how to achieve that same success with that? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, having a coach along the way and, and a community of people is what helps you get up every day and get through the tough. Oh times. my God. It is. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough, tough, but, but it's worth every second. I will say that. It's worth every bit of money you invest in a coach. Mm -hmm. And I've put thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars over 11 years. And I continue to do so. It's money that has a huge return on investment. Everybody huge. Right. Right. Yep. And get a good accountant and, you know, it's all part of what you're yeah. doing in business. Good <laughs> keeper, good accountant. And right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what, um, so I, I love this because I know, you know, you've done so many different things to help people through these years. What was it that really stood out to you? Like what made you so passionate about helping people with wealth consciousness? Because I can imagine over 11 years of helping people, you've seen some pretty tremendous patterns that stood out to you that you can't ignore. So, so what was it that made you so passionate about yeah. that? specific topic. Sure, of course. Well, there's a couple reasons. I mean, the, the first and foremost, I needed to, <laughs> I needed to recalibrate my relationship with money. 
teach what you want to learn, right? Oh my gosh. When I was in this coat with this one coach, some of you may know her, Kendall Summerhawk. She's amazing. In 2009, I joined her, her then her coaching program, her community program. And she was just beginning to teach and coach this money stuff. So her very first certification program was the money breakthrough method. And as soon as she started announcing that she's going to be doing this, I'm like, I am going to be one of the first to sign up because my challenge, and again, we talked about this at the beginning of this call tonight, is that we can only teach that which we've gone through, right? And I knew I needed to have a much more healthy relationship with money. You know, I was not charging my worth. I was, you know, giving in and caving into discounts. I was not feeling confident about, you know, my worth and my value. And the same thing when I was doing PR, right? I was running a PR business and I I didn't have a coach then. So my main reason, first and foremost, was I've got to clean up my act before I can coach it, right? And along the way. So that was one, because I absolutely needed you know, to get rid of, I have the fear, I have the, you know, the lack mindset, I had, again, the my wealth consciousness, which happens to be everybody, your habits, your behaviors, your mindset, how you feel about money, how you act with money, it's not the dollar amount, it's you, how you're in relationship with money, right? Mm-hmm. And how I was in relationship with money was, it. let's just say it wasn't confident. Definitely wasn't confident and it affected all my relationships with men, right? That's a whole other topic. Oh, yeah, yeah. So (laughs) it usually affected every relationship I was in because of the way I was brought up, the, the, the imprint, which I'll get into in a little bit. That's where our money story comes from, everybody. It's from our upbringing. No fault of anyone's. This is what I call a money legacy, is that we get handed down from generation to generation, habits, behaviors, and mindset around money, how it was talked about, how it was dealt with, how it wasn't talked about, how it was hidden, how mom dealt with it, how dad dealt with it. Mm -hmm. All of that, like everything else that you're imprinted upon, especially money, shows up as an adult, right? So I had some stuff to work on because of the way my dad was and my mother was, right? I got very mixed messages, be strong, go to college, get a degree, be, you know, make money, but you need a man to help you with that. Like, okay, that's going to mess up anybody's head, right? So anyway, that was one. And then secondly, my other passion was to then help at that point I was in business 2000 so three four years and I knew if I could you know break through on this man would this be wonderful for my clients Mm -hmm. so that was my two reasons and I'll tell you something I don't know where I would be nor my business had I not done those certification courses Mm -hmm. and included that as one of my lead coaching topics for my business owners you're right. Story after story of, and here's the common ones, everybody, is that most women, again, no fault of anybody's, we usually don't own our worth. We haven't been shown typically or raised how to be powerful with money. Mm -hmm. That's number one, not anyone's fault. 
Second, secondly, is again, our worth and our value. It's easy to cave into discounts when people ask for it. And I'm going to tell you right now, which I'll be getting into in a little bit, your only right responsibility in the sales right scenario is owning your worth. That is it. Somebody's money story, this is key, super key, is that everyone brings a money story to the sales scenario, right? Everybody, everyone's got a money story. Their money story, God bless them, has nothing to do with your worth and your value at all. So if somebody is not a match for you because they're asking for discounts, let them go. Say next. Let them go. Right? Amen? Yep. Make sales coach. Yep. Well, I always say a discount, it basically guarantees you're going to get a discounted approach to your work together. Their mentality around what, you know, perception is reality. What they've paid for it is what they're going to put into it. And I like to say those who pay, pay attention. Yeah. You're not going to get the right results from your work with them. And it's going to be frustrating for both of you. Yeah, absolutely. That is, that's a real clear clue. And the other one is that I really want you to pay attention to when you're out there learning, because I know a lot of you are new at this, is the the feeling of resentment. Mm. When you end up discounting, right, your rate because you don't want to lose this client, Mm -hmm. right, you're going to feel resentful whether you know it or not, eventually you're going to feel resentful and that energy and that vibe is going to be there in that relationship. Right. Right? So I always say energetically, you're going to show up different because if you, let's say you've got five full paying clients and you gave a discount to one, Mm -hmm. spin it however you want, but energetically you are going to show up differently because on some level there will be an element of resentment to that person that you gave the discount. Part of it is resentment towards yourself because you caved part of it resentment towards them because they asked and you're kind of like, well, no, but they're not a full paying client like my other ones. Right. And again, spin it however you want. There is an element of energy that will show up differently for that person. And you owe it to them to show up with the same energy and hold the same space for everybody, which means you owe it to hold that boundary of charging the same amount that you would to anybody else, because that allows you to show up as the best coach you can be. It's absolutely and it's just honoring that 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 value. So yes, that's one of one of many for sure. Yeah. So yeah, so those are the kind of the two main reasons why I'm so passionate, you know, and was I should say was and still am. I'm passionate to learn it. And it became a just a huge change agent for my business and, and obviously then my clients' lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think this is a really good time to also take a step back. Well, not a step back, but to, yeah. to really have you explain, we all know what wealth means. We know the word wealth. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, a lot of people in here are health coaches. So we have an understanding of consciousness and what consciousness is, but you put those two together and sometimes maybe people don't understand what is wealth consciousness Yeah, yeah. and, and what does it mean to improve that? And what are the symptoms we might be seeing in our life if we don't have a positive wealth consciousness? Yeah, absolutely. So as I said earlier, is that wealth consciousness is truly, again, it's your, how you feel about money, mm-hmm. right? How you think about money and how you act with money, Right. 
And again, those are translators of habits, behaviors, and mindset. And when you identify, and these are the, you know, exercises and processes and all those things that I go through with my clients, is that when you identify where it originated, right, which is, and you don't have to, you know, get down to the exact, you know, timing, but you know, in a general rule, I'm sure each one of you can probably answer this to yourself, well, where did I get that attitude about money, Mm -hmm. right? Where did I get that fear, lack mentality, Mm -hmm. right? Which many, many people have. I had it. Mm -hmm. And it all stems back again to then, obviously, the way you were raised, Money didn't doesn't grow on trees. Those types of things that we repeat over and over again in our head. That's right. Is that we, you know, we aren't taught in school, everybody, you know that. We're not taught in school anything about our money relationship. And so we're left to society. We're left to obviously whatever we've learned from, you know, our, our upbringing that becomes our money story. That becomes our belief system. And we've never really, I didn't until I got coaches, I didn't really question it other than the fact I knew I needed to have a better one. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's wealth consciousness. It's also you knowing that you're confident, you deserve to have a nice lifestyle, you deserve to have a nice home, you deserve to go spend money on yourself without the guilt, Mm -hmm. right? Your and that's desires aren't wrong. And you're not wrong for wanting, you know, our coach Gina, my God, everything, <laughs> is, everything is about your desires. It's like, you've got to honor your desires, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. and not feel guilty about it, right? Even if you do owe you know, debt or credit cards or what have you, I'm not saying be irresponsible to the whole conversation around that, but it, wealth consciousness is literally you honoring your dignity, honoring your worth and keep working on it. So some of the ways, and this is, you know, let me give you some like how to's, you know, like, like, how do I do that? Love the how to's. How to's, right? (laughs) So the actions, right? The actions are, and and let me back up for a minute before the actions. There's an element here that I want to address because I coach metaphysics and I coach tangible right? When it comes to anything in life, especially around money. And that is we all, we live in an energetic universe. Everything is made of of energy, right? Law of attraction is that which we think we create. We all know that, okay? So our thoughts and our feelings, right, have a vibration to that because we are energy. We're just very dense energy, right? So if we're very dense energy, just like everything else in the universe, this is quantum physics. This is not, you know, anything woo-woo if some of you are not into metaphysics. It's a truth. You know, everything is about quantum physics and made of energy. All right. So if everything is made of energy, money is not separate from that energy. Money is also an energy. It's got a vibration to it. In fact, it's a very high vibration because here's what money is. It's a blessing. Money is a beautiful blessing in your life. It's not greed. It's not all those judgments that people have put onto money. Money is innocent. Mm-hmm. It's the belief systems that people have attached to money that in and of itself is a blessing, number one. And number two, it's a tool. 
to fund your dreams and your purpose. That's it, right? And buy goods and services. Anything else that you tell yourself or that you hear from other people, social media, whatever, right? Those are all belief systems. The money story is the biggest story on the planet, right? And you have to ask yourself what's yours, all right? So back to that energy is that when you hold your relationship with money in a place of caring, nurturing, like a person, caring, nurturing for it, paying attention to it, it's a blessing, respect it, right? Know what your numbers are and so forth, yeah? So that's a really important piece here while you're in relationship with money, Can you imagine, I want you to think about the person that perhaps you love the most or a best friend of yours, if you treated them like you treat money, right? Which happens to be, I used to do this, it was called avoidance. I'd avoid looking at my bank statements. I'd avoid looking at the bills I had to pay because I didn't have the money, right? It's called avoidance. It's an avoidance behavior, And so when you get in relationship with money and shift, right, the framework, money is a blessing, it's not bad, and so forth and so on. So the actions then to take are number one, affirmations, right? In order to, right, in order to reprogram, and that's what we're doing here, everyone, is we're reprogramming like anything else. I know affirmations are not new to you at all. But in order to reprogram your relationship with money and how you behave with it, you have to reprogram your brain, right? So affirmations, in fact, here's here's kind of a fun play with me on this. So how many of you believe in positive, right, thinking? I'm sure you all do. But now think about your, how do you feel about money? What do you think about money on a daily basis? I'm going to guess that they don't match. You know what? I, let, let's, I don't know who's on or who wants to, to do this. I just want to hear what's something that like, because yep. I said money doesn't grow on trees. Yep. You know, and that's one of the ones that I just, I, I remember from my whole life. Like put in, put in the comments, you guys, if you're watching, put something yep. that you always thought about money that maybe is a little bit more of a negative uh, lack mentality kind of way of thinking about it. If you're on and you're watching, give it, give us something that you've thought about money. I'd be yeah, curious what is, to see. What's your belief system about it? Yeah. Cause it is funny once you start to dive into and do a little self inquiry, how do I really think about money? And, and why is that the thing that I've always carried with me that, Oh, money doesn't grow on trees. Right. These are things that, that you learned. Mm-hmm. And these, these are, you know, everything from, you know, religious beliefs, money is a root of all evil. Well, oh, there's one. Yep. Okay. That's not a, yeah. Again, money doesn't grow on trees, all of those, but yet we believe in positive thinking. Right. So it's like, you have to question yourself, right? It's like, what's going on here? And oops, I guess I need to recalibrate that too. Right. So here's a couple, here's a couple affirmations. I don't know. Did I, I don't see any more. Do you? Nope. No. Okay. I'm looking to see if any more come through, but we have, we have, I think the ones you and I came up with are some okay. good ones. Money doesn't grow on trees, money is the root of all evil. Yeah. And that is, so let me give you a few, everybody, and you can write these down. Of course, this is recorded. But he, let me give you a few affirmations to begin with. I have a whole list of them, but here's a couple. Money treats me beautifully. 
Money treats me beautifully. Money is a blessing. I love and respect money energy, right? Remember, it's a high vibration, everyone, because it's a blessing. I love and respect money energy and have a healthy respect for it. Me, on a side note, let me give you a, a disrespect of money, no fault of, of anyone's, is when we don't pay attention to our numbers. Mm-hmm. It's, igno- it's like we can't expect a relationship to grow by ignoring it. Mm-hmm. And so that's a form of disrespecting money. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you're in partnership with this money, which is this beautiful energy, and we ignore it, it's not going to grow. And it's like leaving the plant there, not doing anything to the plant. The plant's going to stop. The plant doing anything to nurture it and take care of it. That's correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean by healthy respect for money. We've okay. got another one here. We can't afford that for just about oh. everything. Oh my God, that's a expensive. We yep. can't afford that. That's it. Yep. That, that that's it. Heard that one too. That's or here, here was one that I always heard. They made like that's that was for them. Like they have money, or they they, they. Made investment. They they there was always a they. It was a they. Immediately isolates who I am and makes me different. Right. Which once we start to understand, you know, the the laws of the universe, we're all the same. That's right. So this I this differentiation is part of, you know, the biggest thing where it separated me from, well, they have money and I don't, or they made a good investment and I didn't, or right. they, you know, there was always something that they, who, who's they, I don't know. Yeah. The implication is it's not for me. It's just, it's, I'm a, different. it's, it's a belief system. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody that we live because the other part of wealth consciousness, everyone, and I have a few more affirmations, Wealth consciousness is the belief and the truth that we live in an abundant world. There's no lack of money here. The only thing that's lacking is our savviness in that relationship. And that's okay. You have solutions to that. Mm -hmm. Um, What's going on in here, right? Mindset. Mm -hmm. Or you're being not resourceful. That's it. Right. There's just as much money available to anybody and anywhere. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's wealth consciousness. So when somebody says, well, like you were saying, they have the money, you've now just defined the haves and have not. Yep. But that's not true. Right. Right. Very good. So, yeah. So a couple more of these affirmations. I nurture and pay attention to money in my bank accounts and savings account. That's an affirmation. This is a fun one. I got this one from one of my colleagues. People love to give me money. People love to give me money. Um, another one, I'm now earning a great income doing what I love and what makes me happy. All my clients pay me and praise me. Ooh, that's a good one. All my clients pay me and praise me. Now, initially, these may feel and sound kind of cheesy, but let me tell you something. I'd much rather be loyal to these than the other. Right. Right. And that's really what I'm aspiring for you mm-hmm. to learn is what are you being loyal to? Are you being loyal to the lack mindset? Or are you being loyal to the expansive mindset? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So that's one. Either way, you're choosing loyalty one way or the other. Yep, you're choosing. That's right. 
So affirmations is number one. The second is, of course, reading. You must, I mean, how many times have you shared with your community, right? (laughs) I know Regina's still on. Regina will love, well, there's two things that Regina will love about your comment just now. First of all, she loves that you work with creatives because she is a creative. She's an amazing photographer. Okay, Um, Regina. But she, yes, and she is funny because I, you know, I'm constantly recommending books yeah. on Instagram and Facebook because that books, besides coaching, I would say books have been the number one way I have transformed myself and my life. And for a while, I felt like I probably had an addiction to books. Oh my God. <laughs> but I mean, it's kind of a healthy addiction as long as I'm not looking for an answer in the books and I'm using them to, to truly, you know, help myself grow and evolve. But yeah, that's that's one of the the best ways that I have oh. my own wealth consciousness besides coaching. It's absolutely crucial, everyone. Yeah. And, and yeah. I, Regina's here. More books for you, Regina. More books. Yeah, <laughs> give me some more books. That, yeah, I'll, I'll name yeah. them in just a moment, yeah. um, and I'll be happy to post them on the afterwards on the okay, uh, cool. on the stream. Is that yes? I mean, if you remember what we're doing, everyone is we're reprogramming and undoing what shouldn't be there in your mindset around money, right? So the best way to reprogram your brain (laughs) is not affirmations every day and speaking them out loud and being kind of goofy about it, you know, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. I'm walking around my place saying it all the time, right? Out loud. Yeah. Dog's looking at me a little strange, but that's okay. Um, (laughs) My dog's well consciousness is rock solid. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. That's all she hears from me is the positive stuff. Positive stuff. So, yeah. So then it's the books, which I know, you know, Nicole, you've had your your people read. So if we're not feeding, and and speaking of health coaches, imagine, right, not teaching people how to put what put in their body, right? Eat healthy stuff. You got to feed your brain healthy, right? All right. So here are some of the books I recommend. I know you haven't heard of this one. This is called The Wealthy Spirit. The Wealthy Spirit. This is my colleague, Chelly, that's C-H-E-L-L-I-E, Chelly Campbell, Chelly Campbell. And it's literally, it's the, love, love, love this book. It's 365, so it's one page a day. What she's done is she's created a story. There's stories about what she does. She, she teaches a stress reduction, what was I, I'm sorry, financial stress reduction workshop around money. And she used to be a bookkeeper, and so now she teaches this. And so she has a story, and they're all fun, fun stories, and then she has an affirmation at the bottom. So there's a story to read and an affirmation for every day. It's fantastic. It's like a process book. Yeah. You're doing something every, it's part of the process of transforming through the year. Yeah. Through storytelling. Okay. Through storytelling. So it's highly recommended. And she's got a great sense of humor. So she's got some good stories in there. The second one, of course, which I know you've recommended to your, to your community is you're a badass at making money, right? Jen Sincero. Phenomenal. Uh, I know. Amazing. I mean, I, I also recommend that to my clients too. The third one is the science of getting rich by Wallace Waddles. Right. In fact, yep. Fantastic. In fact, that's the book that kicked off Rhonda. What's Rhonda's last Rhonda name? Burn. The, the, I mean, Burn, the mm-hmm. producer of The Secret. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't know any of you know about The Secret, but that's what got her to change her whole um, relationship with money. Just show you guys too. This I, I 
like I look at this one all the time. I have it right here, literally. I just want to show you, not all of these books take forever. I know you showed your, you know, the process book, the 365 pages one. The, the Science of Getting Rich is really a, a short, simple read. Well, maybe simple isn't the right word. It's a short read. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to read it a couple of times and it's fantastic, but it's another one that I totally agree with you is transformative. Oh, it's very transformative. And it triggering. is triggering. It's triggering. It's meant to be. But it's very metaphysical. So sometimes you're going to have to reread the chapters, right? Mm -hmm. But it's it's wonderful. The other ones, let's see, uh, I'm a big fan of Gabby Bernstein. Mm -hmm. So Gabby Bernstein, her two books, Super Attractor and May Cause Miracles, although yeah. I've read almost all her books, those are two are wonderful for, for wealth consciousness. Yep. And then, of course, lastly, one of my favorite mentors forever, ever, ever is Jack Canfield, The Success Principles. Ooh. So The Success Principles, he has a chapter on finance and your relationship with money, but everything in the book is, is, is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So those are my choice books. Um, I, you know, I have others, but I think those are the top ones. Yeah. Yeah. There was another one, if I can recommend it right now, too, the... Um, Marianne Williamson, which I know you've read a lot of her stuff too, but yeah. I love The Law of Divine Compensation. Oh, yes. Really, really good. Yeah. 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 But again, we could sit here all night and recommend books that have been... <laughs> I know. <laughs> been no, awesome, no. But yeah. No, these, these are great ones, Marla. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, you're welcome, of course. So that's, you know, the two main things, affirmations, reading books, and then becoming very aware, very conscious, Right. And catching yourself when you're in the middle of it. And that is knowing what, um, like, here's examples of daily money relationship, you know, if you will, challenges. You know, are you, again, connected to your numbers on a daily basis, right? You know at any given time what's in your checking account, how much revenues you're making, be that small or large, whatever it happens to be. Do you know, you know, where you're at, let's say halfway through the year? Do you know what's in your P&L, your profit and loss statements? Mm -hmm. Your relationship with numbers is so, so empowering. I cannot tell you because I used to not even want to look at numbers. Mm -hmm. And because of the coaching in 11 years of this, I mean, I think it was about at year five or six, I'm like, I'm loving my numbers now. Mm -hmm. right? It's very empowering to be in the know. It is empowering. Yeah. Very empowering. Your babe, your bill pay system, right? Take a look at, again, these are daily money relationship behaviors to be aware of. Do you have a bill pay system? Is it something that you know every week what you need to pay out? You know, what's due? Or some people don't have it, right? They don't have a bill pay system and they might use it at a dining room table a catch-all for all their bills. Okay. All right. There's a, there's a solution to that in a system. So mm -hmm. lack of boundaries around money as far as not charging what you're worth. That's a big one. A real mm -hmm. big one. Those are some of many consciousness to be aware of that you know is not serving you when you're in that thought pattern. Move quickly to an affirmation. Mm -hmm. Switch. Get your hand caught in the cookie jar, pull it out and go, uh-oh. Right? <laughs> pull it back out. Don't grab that cookie. <laughs> so that you're creating a new normal. Yeah. I love that. You know, can I bring up one more that I learned from you? This at your event last year. Yeah. And this is more, 
this was a, I took it as a challenge. I used it as a challenge, but it was more to kind of stimulate my energy around money. You know, I think your analogy was when water just sits in a glass, it gets stagnant. And and maybe we learned that from Gina. I don't remember, but you know, the idea that money just sitting there, just like water sitting there is going to get sticky and icky and gross. So if you have water in a glass and you just let it sit there, it is going to get gross. Same thing with money. And your challenge was find all your, your, um, gift cards. Yep. And it just opened my, I thought, oh my gosh, I do. I have money just sitting there stagnant, not moving, yes. doing anything. And energetically, what sign, what message am I giving to the universe? That's right. How I feel about money. Money is supposed to be in motion. That's you know, you've got to receive. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be put moving. It, that's right. It's put it. In fact, I'm going to give you all in, in tonight, I'm going to give you a way to, to get my hand out. That's got all this information that you're talking about. Okay, good, good, yeah, yeah. Is that you got to put money into flow is that it goes stagnant, whether it's gift cards have been sitting around in your drawers forever, or you got money sitting at the bottom of your purse, or you got money, you know, change sitting in your couch. I mean, there's different ways that you can look for how you're not paying attention to money. Let's yeah. put it into flow. Can I just say too, that was one of the really fun parts of transforming my, my money story. Oh. Like I had fun with that. I spent a whole weekend. I was like, let me take all these gift cards that were just sitting around. And I just went and had a little shopping spree. I know <laughs> you actually, you remember you did a gift card challenge. I did. I did. I, I did my Instagram stories. Yep. It was so cute. I mean, it was like a couple of days after the workshop and yep. I see you know, I see Nicole going, okay, I'm doing a gift card challenge. I'm like, oh my God, that's so smart. <laughs> like now I'm in Ulta. Now I'm in Whole Foods. Now, like, oh, I hit them all up and I had fun. I bought myself some stuff. I got the, the money in the flow and it really was a good, yeah. a, a good energetic exercise for me to understand where I was keeping money stuck that I, you know, sending the wrong message. Yeah. Very, very good. Thank you for that. That was fun. Yes. Try it. You should definitely try it. Find all your gift cards, find the money in the couch, find the money that's sitting at the bottom of your purse. Go and have some fun with it. Yeah. Or money that you've actually been putting in a jar. Yeah. And you just kind of, you know, a lot of people do that. They throw money in a jar. It's like, you know, go to the coin thing or whatever those machines are and go turn it into cash and go buy yourself something. Yes. Right. Or whatever it is that you were saving for. Yep. Put it in the flow. Exactly. I love it. I love that. Okay. Uh, so those are, those are some great action steps that, that we can take to really start to transform our money story. Totally. I yep. love that. Let's talk about oh, uh, sales conversations to wealth consciousness. A good one. Yeah. Yes. Should we do that? That's a really good one. Yeah. Let's do the sales conversations. Cause I know this is where my people get stuck. This is what I coach on all the time. So mm-hmm. let's hear it. What you got for us, Marla. Okay. All right. So the key to, and I'm just going to give you a bunch of gold nuggets, the key to attracting the higher paying clients, right, is, and, and not be afraid to ask for your real, right, rate, okay, mm-hmm. and stand for your worth, is that you must, must, must upgrade your wealth consciousness first, Okay. It's not a matter of, of, you know, doing, I don't know, hoping and praying or what have you that, that eventually it's going to work. You really got to work at what we're talking about here mm-hmm. because you literally, we, I should say we in general, we in the sales scenario, we attract who we are, everybody. Mm-hmm. We attract who we are. So if we're attracting low ballers, 
tire kickers, people that really can't afford you, I do ask you to look at yourself. Is that a reflection of where you're at? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So that's number one is that we attract who we are right in the sales process. So yeah. it's to your benefit to raise that self consciousness, raise, get rid of, if you will, lack mentality or fear, whatever it is. Let's see. What else? Yes, and I said this already, is that your responsibility, and this is something that I did, everybody does until we're able to to recalibrate and transform the relationship with money, and that is that we determine ahead of time, we make a decision what we think that person is going to be able to afford before we even offer it to them. So when we're in that sales scenario, and especially with coaches, and we offer packages and so forth, this is not about what you think they can afford. This is about what you're worth. And remember I said is that in the sales scenario, your only responsibility is owning your worth. Mm-hmm. Their stuff around money, if there is stuff, right, has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. And it's your job as that coach, as that salesperson, whatever you want to call yourself, is to help them rise above that, right? And honor the fact that they're investing in themselves. And there's a whole conversation around that that we don't have time for. But my point is, please don't allow other people's money story, right? To dictate your rate and don't walk into a sales scenario, a sales meeting with, well, I wonder if they can afford this or not. Mm-mm. You'd be surprised the more you do it, the more confident you are, the more people rise to that occasion and they will absolutely invest in that, right? Yes. Yes. And that's where you want them. You want them at that point of stretching themselves a little bit and getting a little bit uncomfortable with that investment because in order to truly transform during the work you're going to do together, they're going to have to get uncomfortable during that process. Yep. And they're going to pay a heck of a lot more attention and be willing to get more uncomfortable once they've put that money down, that really shows their commitment, not just to you, mm-hmm. more to themselves yeah. and to the universe where they're at with the transformation they're looking for in their work with you. Yes. And this is how you then become empowered and have empowering money conversations. And you know, then you also have the vibe mm-hmm. and you know what it's like when you're in a conversation, right? With someone that is confident someone that you feel safe with, someone that you get as an expert, somebody that it's like, wow, they're really worth us, right? You get their vibe. Yeah, the energy. The energy, it's all there, right? So that's just, it. all it is, it's awkward before it gets elegant, everyone. I know you've heard that probably from Nicole, is that it's awkward before it gets elegant, And eventually you'll become very empowered and you won't be knocked off your center. Yep. Right? Okay. And you are. You're going to stink at it for a while. Sure you are. And you have to be willing to stink at it a lot in order to get better at it. And like you said, it's awkward until it's elegant. But the the rehearsals, the practice that you put into it is what's going to give you that confidence that people will feel on the call with you. That's right. And what's going to help you move forward further, faster in this process is by doing everything we've talked about, doing the affirmations, reading the books, right? Being coached, yep. right? Is you're, you're recalibrating your mindset 
your belief system around money, the wealth consciousness, that's the first thing you need to shift in the sales scenario. Yeah. I would argue too, having a coach is one of the easiest ways to ask other people for money. When you've made that investment in yourself, it's a heck of a lot easier to have that conversation with somebody else. Yeah. And it's really awkward for you internally. I would say the internal struggle is really difficult to get through if you weren't willing to make the investment in yourself, but yet you're oh. asking somebody on a phone call oh my gosh. to invest in you. There's such a disconnect there that it almost turns everybody away and you're not going to attract clients. You're going to right. tell them. That's part of your, that's a very, very good point. That's part of your wealth consciousness. It's part of your vibe. You know, if you haven't invested, I mean, I think Kendall, my money coach from years ago, she taught, she taught us this as well. Same thing. She says, don't expect people to invest in your programs. If you haven't invested the same. Yep. You just, if you can't, you can't. Yep. Doesn't work. Right? It just doesn't work. So walk the walk, talk the talk. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You got to yep. walk the walk. That's it. The other thing I really want to point out and this is not, there's a hard and fast rule that I have with my clients is to take the word and, and everybody, you know, every coach is as good as every coach is. They all have their own vocabulary. I choose not to use the word discount in any shape or form because it's a low vibe. Mm -hmm. What I do recommend you use is the word bonus or savings. That's mm -hmm. it. Bonus or savings because it's an expansiveness energy around it. What I feel with the word discount, discount feels like pizza, feels like shoes, feels like a low price retail discount. Mm -hmm. What you're offering as a coach is a high ticket item, right? Mm -hmm. Anything that's going to be higher than $1,000 mm -hmm. is a high ticket item. Mm -hmm. The word discount, I personally, I don't use that in my coaching. So I'm at least encouraging you to think about that. High okay. ticket. Savings, bonus. Bonus or savings. Correct. Yeah. Bonus or savings. Like it. Here's the other piece. This is a super hard and fast rule. And I know this is going to open up potentially a lot of a lot of conversation, but maybe we can do a part two. And that is uh, money is a two-way conversation. It's not a text, it's not an email, it's not a Facebook message. Do not allow, please, please, this is how you get empowered in your conversations. Do not allow technology to sell for you. Yes. Hello. Yes. yes. So Thank you. One of the main challenges that my, all my clients come to my programs with, and, and they do beautifully once we break through it, is they're so accustomed to sending their proposals or sending their whatever not having a conversation about it. And they're just sending over email and hoping and praying the person's going to like it on the other end. Yep. It's a way of avoiding and that's okay. We, many people do that. That every, almost every client I've ever coached came into my programs with that habit. They didn't know any better. And so in order for you to really break through this stuff, everyone, is that you've got to have either a phone call or a Zoom call in your sales process. Do not lean on anything other than that or in person if you're going to be in person. And that's one of your biggest breakthroughs because most people don't 
feel comfortable talking about money and their rates. It's so much easier just to send up an email and hope they like it. Yep. Right. Yep. All right. So that's a hard, that's, that's a, a real important tip to, to start considering. Really important. Yeah. Let's see. Pricing. Ah, okay. Here's an, here's another one is I get the, these types of questions. What strategies do I recommend to remain firm on your pricing? The real question is, do I believe in the worth? Do I believe in the rate I'm asking? That's how you stand firm on it. That's the strategy, right? There, there is no trick to this. It's when you own that worth and you don't allow anything else to affect what that rate is, wherever you're beginning, right? Whether it's 1500 3000 3500 whatever it is you're charging. The more that you say it, the more that you're in those empowering conversations, there is no, there is no strategy to standing firm. That's it. You know, I think, and I'd be curious to hear what you say about this too, because I coach on this on both sides. Not just do you believe in the, the rate you're asking, like a high value, but if you're charging too little, do you really believe that's what you should be charging? Right. It's, it's not just, oh, I charge thousands of dollars for my package, but if you're undervaluing yourself, do you really believe that? And you don't. Mm-mm. It's playing small, but it's another way that I see both sides of that. Do you believe in the rate that you're asking? And I like that you asked that question. Yeah, definitely. So ask for a rate lesser than what you, you really should be asking. Mm-hmm. That below that are feelings of shame, mm-hmm. feelings of unworthiness. Mm-hmm. This is the vibe that you're, that, that you're wearing and that you're giving out. And so anyway... Like we've kind of talked a lot about all that, but yes, it's a very, very good point. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody has a sales system. I have what is called a qualifying sales system. It's very different than what we've been taught by Gina, our coach. Um, and I've been doing this for years and it just, it works really well in that it's a very respectful process for both people, right? And a qualifying, you've got to have a qualifying sales system, which means all along the way, based on a contact form that people fill out to, do they qualify for your rate? Do they qualify, you know, for what you're offering to getting on a call with them? There's all these stages along the way that they can disqualify themselves before you even get to an actual offer. And so it's super important that you have a qualifying system right along the way rather than just getting on a phone call and blurting out in the very first phone call well, here it is and here's what I do and here's what I charge right I want you to think about your and I'm going to guess because you're a, you're a rock star in this Nicole is that your your sales scenario your sales in your business it's a relationship mm-hmm. right you're building a relationship with people Mm-hmm. And especially when it's high ticket, right? Anything less than, I don't know, $800, okay, you know, that could be a click and, and I'll buy. Right. But we're offering as a health coach, as a you know, business coach, as a whatever you want coach, I mean, there's such a huge return on investment, mm-hmm. right? 
And um, it's so, so important to know that you're building the relationship and you're building the know, like, and trust factor because people buy from those they know, like, and trust. And if you buy from people, what's that? And people buy from people. People buy from people. Don't lead with price. Don't perpetuate the price mentality. Perpetuate the relationship, the value. I can't tell you how many times I've been, I, I've heard from clients that went through my sales, if you will, qualifying sales process, that they were so appreciative of what I did mm-hmm. because I gave them what is called a discovery call and a form they have to fill out and all these questions before we even get on a call. It's like, I'm already getting them prepared for that phone call and me mm-hmm. so that I'm seeing whether they're qualified or not. And it's a complimentary, you know, for me, it's about a 60 minute call. I want to make sure I'm going to want to coach these people. Mm -hmm. I don't just take anybody. Right. So anyway, I think think that's great. The qualifying is out of respect, just as much respect for, for them as it is for you. It's, it's fair to both sides. You want to qualify them before you get on the call, because like you said, you're about to spend 60 minutes with them on the phone. You're not going to jump on the phone with somebody who you have zero idea if they are can afford your services or yep. write for you or yep. really need you, you're going to discover the relationship piece on the phone. Right. But leading up to that phone call, you already know that they are a client that can pay you and is willing to do so if you discover on that call that the relationship is the right one. The relationship is the right one and that you have that they have a challenge that you can solve. Mm-hmm. Right? Because remember, as coaches and, and marketing, the whole purpose is find the pain or the challenge in the market and you're the solution to it. So that's the other thing is that you've got to make sure that in that qualifying questionnaire, and that's a requirement or you don't get on a call with them, Mm -hmm. right? Is they fill out. That's what I do is people will fill out a very inspiring prompting, you know, type questions. I get it. I read it through before we get on our zoom call. And now I understand what's going on. I have very, very specific type of questions. So I get what their mindset is. I get what their challenge is. I already know what's going on with them, right? And now it's a matter of now discussing their answers and letting them see what's possible. Yep. So qualify, yeah. Well, well, because, and you said don't lead with price. And I love that. That's what I coach on all the time. I'm like, you don't talk about the price. You get them to say yes before you talk about the price because the price is never going to be the reason that they say no. That's right. And if it is, then they aren't the right person to be working with you. That's right. Yep. And so you get them to a hell yes by selling the value, by addressing every pain point they have, by addressing the fact that you have the solution to what they're looking for. The relationship is right. Right. You know that they're the right person that you can help. You would enjoy working with them. That's right. The other piece too, and maybe you, you also cover this in your, in your training, is that you sell the transformation, not the process, mm-hmm. right? You sell the dream, you sell the transformation. So in this case, health coaching, right? You have them talk about what is their coaching, you know, what is their lifestyle, what is their weight, whatever it is that they're looking to change, Let's talk about the transformation and, and having them actually get excited about it. Yeah. Opposed to, well, this is what we do to get you there. Yeah. People don't buy a process. I like to say you sell the destination, not the plane ride. That's right. 
The plane ride doesn't matter. They're trying to get to the destination. That's it. The plane ride is just the method that gets them there. You sell them the destination because that's where they're trying to go. That is correct. Yep. Amen. I love it. So I there love you, it. There's some tips. There you have it. These are great. These are great. Uh, we we have a, um, a, I don't know if you want to wait until the end with questions, but we have one from Regina. It's not really a question, but I think that you'll love addressing this because I know I'm excited to address it. Okay. Um, she said she sent out three proposals and she's afraid to follow up. Ah, yeah, I see that. I Which see. again, isn't, isn't necessarily a question, but I know that you and I would probably have the same response and I love saying it. Yeah, very good. So this is really common. And I was kind of talking about this, Regina, is that when you have a very specific sales system, there is no, you wouldn't be saying this. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is when you're in the, you know, sales meeting with this person, either on phone or Zoom, right? Mm-hmm. And you offer them what you're going to offer them. You're talking to them one-to-one, okay? You're not going to send a proposal. You're going to talk to them. The first time they're going to hear the rate is from you, not from an email. Mm -hmm. Then you send the proposal, but you also need to make sure that before you stop the conversation, the Zoom call, the phone call, whatever it is, is that you schedule a Mm follow-up. You schedule right? The follow-up. And here's the, here's the key to this. I'm going to give you one of my biggest tips is in the sales process, what you're doing is you're offering what I call a savings rate. Mm -hmm. It's a five day window. People will take action when it comes to saving money. Create that urgency, right? It's an urgency. You got to offer them. You have to, it's called a limiter. That's what it's called in, in, uh, coaching, I think in sales or whatever, it's called a limiter, meaning they have five days to make a choice. And then after five days, it goes up a thousand dollars. Now, how do you arrive at that number first is you, whatever number you want, let's say, so you do photography. I work with photographers all the time. Let's say you have a package. It's a wedding package, I'm guessing. And I don't know if you do personal branding or you do wedding or both. Yes, wedding, both. Wedding both? Okay. So let's say it's a, you know, $5,500 package. And those are kind of the average numbers, 55, 65. So it's a 5,500. Let's say you want 55. Behind the scenes, you want 5,500 for that package. That's your savings rate. It's not 45. It's 55. Yep. So you, your savings rate is the rate you want right? That you deserve, that's of your value. And if they go beyond five days and you discuss this, you tell them right out front, this is it. And I've created a savings rate for you. Mm -hmm. It's $1,000. And after whatever date it is, it goes up a thousand. So let's go ahead. And if they say, well, I'd like to think about it, which a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. They say, fantastic. That's exactly why I give you five days to think about it. And now before you even get off the phone, or the Zoom call, you schedule the follow-up and say, all we need is another like 15, 20 minutes and let's resume our conversation and complete our conversation. That's all you say. And then you take out your calendars and you book it. There's no, in my world, there's no chasing people. There's right. no, what's going on with this proposal that's been sitting here three weeks? That's all gone. Right. So it's a, it's a lot of control in a good way 
Because mm-hmm. you're the one that has to be completely in control of the sales process, right? Right, Nicole? Totally. Totally. You maintain control through the whole thing. As soon as you've lost control, it's over anyways. It, as soon as you don't have a date to follow up or as soon as you turn it over to them, mm-hmm. you've completely given up your power, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Did that help, Regina? I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that was probably, it, it, it helped me. I thought it was really great. What I would have just said right off the bat is the fortune is in the follow-up, which you addressed by saying you always make sure that you get... Because what I like to say too is everybody's like, how do you close the deal? I'm like, you don't close in one question. You don't close in what it's, it's a series of mini yeses through the whole process. Yep. There's no, here's how you do it. Here's the magic formula. Cause at the end of the day, if there was a magic formula, we'd all be doing it and we'd all be closing every single time. It's a lot of mini yeses, many things along the way that you're getting many commitments to. And that follow-up call is a part of the close. That's right. Because when they agree to that, they're agreeing to saying, yes, I'm that interested that I'm willing to jump on the call with you again to make this final decision. Well, yeah, uh, very good. Because this is what I say. And I, and it's easy for me to say I've been doing this a while. It may, it may take you all a, a little while to feel confident about this. And I literally say, because I do my, my discovery calls on Zoom, I don't do them any other way. Right. right? Um, is I will say, okay, terrific. Let's go ahead and book, you know, let's go ahead and look at whatever five days from now. And I will say this, in order for us to have a, you know, completed conversation, I am requesting we do it in person, not through email. So please, and I will say, please do not email me. Wait for our, our call and you can ask as many questions as you want that came up in the process, if for any reason it's a no for you, please give me the respect to have a phone call. Do not send me an email. Mm-hmm. I will say this because I got tired of people. It didn't happen a lot, but enough to where I thought it was disrespectful that somebody would not get on the Zoom call and just send an email. Mm-hmm. Again, this is about relationships, everybody. Mm-hmm. Have a dignified completion, whether it's a yes or a no. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Right? And so what you're saying is the fortunes in the follow-up and every, everywhere along the way you're getting, yes, that's how you build the relationship. Yep. Well, and like you said, a no is just as, as beautiful as a yes. It really is. It closes the door and that's okay. You want no doesn't make me bad. It doesn't make you bad. It just means no. you made a decision. This wasn't the right stuff to move forward with. And ultimately it gives you the opportunity to use that space for somebody else who is a yes. Correct. It opens that space instead of, you know, the maybes are going to be where all of your time and energy gets into. That's where you lose control of the conversation. So maintaining that control gets you to either a yes or a close is either a yes or no. And either one is okay. That's it. You want, it's exactly it is. You want to complete the sales process. You don't want to leave it hanging. You don't want to know what happened. Why didn't they call? Why didn't they respond to my email? I mean, that's a bunch of unnecessary drama. It's okay. Totally. I mean, a no is okay. No it's totally fine. Yes. We live in an abundant world. It's okay. If it's not a fit, it's not a fit. If they decide no, yep. I would say on an average, let's just say a number of, like, let's say I do five discovery calls. At least three of them are yeses. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. Yep. Two of them. And, and I, would, I would say too, I have much more respect for somebody who's willing to get on the phone and say it's a no 
yeah. than for somebody who's going to avoid. And like, I just, I can't respect that. Like you said, we, we put, it's a relationship and we put so much time and energy into what we're doing. And especially because you and I are coaching coaches. It's like, what are you expecting? Like energetically, what are you putting into the universe? If you're avoiding having this conversation with me, what do you think your clients are going to do with you? What are you attracting? Like yeah. you said at the beginning, you're attracting what you are. Yeah. You know, it's, and it's interesting because when I coached a lot of my creatives, like, like Regina, I mean, I have a lot of, a lot of clients in the event and wedding industry, mm-hmm. right? All those creatives. And I am completely changing everything about how they sell mm-hmm. because everything is price wars mm-hmm. and it's just crazy making. And when they're able to, you know, take on this new approach, you know, upgrade their wealth consciousness, all of that, it's no longer about a price war. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So I have one quick question about that. Yeah. Would you, since you give the five, so you mentioned the five day window window that you give, yeah. would you schedule your follow-up for the fifth day. Yes. And if they decide in between that it's a yes, they can just pay and, and go for it. I, if they have any questions in between, you say, just save it for the call. Yes. That's why we're getting on the calls to discuss yes. any last things that might be standing in your way. That is correct. I will say to them before we finish you know, the discovery call and we're in that you know, end of the call, I will say in addition to, you know, please don't email me, please honor the, the Zoom call. Mm-hmm. I will say, but if you make a decision to move forward, absolutely text me, email me, let me know you're ready to go. Right. But other than that, let's save all our conversation for yes for the fifth day. Right. Yeah. I like that. Once they're ready, just go for it. But otherwise, save it for the call. We'll mm-hmm. jump on the call and discuss it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I figured it would be on the fifth day. I just wanted to make sure that that was what your window was for is give them the the time to, because I will say, you know, with the the coaches that I've talked to and and that I've worked with, that is one thing that I do really stress that I liked. And one of the reasons that I bought from the coaches that I've worked with there, it wasn't a pressure thing. It wasn't like Mm -hmm. they gave me time, you know, okay. You you got it. I mean, Gina was like, okay, I'll call you back in a couple of weeks. You know, or she said, I'll call a couple of weeks, a couple of days. Yeah. It was casual. It was easy. Yes. She wasn't trying to force me to do something that I didn't want to do. And I had some time to think about it. And it wasn't like, you've got to make your decision right now on the call. No. You know, unless someone, and I have had some people actually, I mean, obviously over the years, I had people go, oh, yeah, okay, I'll take you know that package. But most people, they do. That's why I've built into my sales system, the five-day window. And that's why I'll say when they go, let me kind of absorb it and I send them, you know, the, the, the handout that's got all the details of the program. I said, absolutely. That's exactly what the five day window is for. I said, so I'm going to email you the handout. You can read through it. I want you to absorb it, take your time, you know, really understand this. And they're, they're like, thank you. I so appreciate it. Yeah. You're giving them the space to make their decision. I mean, they're, they're adults. They can make the, they, they have all the info from the call. Yep. And they know exactly what they need to go and, and do and think about. And, you know, and, and I will also say sometimes at the end of the call, you just, you know, when you, when, when they're already a, yet, they're ready to make their decision right there. And sometimes it is a, just a little bit of a nudge. Like, let me hold your hand through this process. It sounds to me yeah. like you're ready to say yes right now. Like if you're ready to say yes, you don't need the five days. Let's what's holding you back from right now. So I, I will ask that question. Is there anything holding you back from doing it right now? Fair Good. question. That's a very good question. You want to, you know, like what, what just out of curiosity, what would be holding you back from making a decision right now? 
And most of the time they're like, uh, well, I mean, and they may have an honest answer. I want to go talk about it with my husband. Yeah. We probably already addressed that at the beginning of the call anyways, but yeah. I can deal with honesty. I can deal with transparency. Yeah. Um, so I just, you know, I just want to, out of curiosity, give yeah. me an honest answer. What's holding you back from making it right now? Yeah. And then that gives them an opportunity to hear what their hesitation might be, which is probably more powerful for them. Yeah. I mean, one of, one of the main foundations in, in the space that I like to hold in the whole sales process mm-hmm. and the money, you know, relationship, right? Because this is all about money. Mm-hmm. Is respect. Yeah. Is that you're, you know, you're not only here to help people make a decision that's right for them, and you want to respect that, right? But it's also the reason why you're having this is another way to recalibrate, you know, your relationship with money and be empowered is that you're having a respectful, in fact, a healthy money relationship requires you to have a respectful conversation, right? Mm-hmm. With somebody about money. And not everybody's very comfortable with it, but as a, as a coach, which you all are, and, and you're going to be evolving this money stuff, is that it's, it's going to help them feel comfortable because you're comfortable. Yep. Right. It's going to at least take the edge off for them because most people are really not comfortable talking about money. Right. Yep. Right? And people so a lot better when your energy around it is comfortable, gives them peace of mind, yeah. makes them feel okay about the decision that they're yeah. making. And you don't want them to feel any other way. You're about to spend a couple of months working with them. <laughs> you want it to feel really good when they, they may, you know, and then I always celebrate with them when they say, yes, like we celebrate together. Always. You just made a really cool decision for yourself. That's right. I'm really proud of you because I know that that took a lot. I know this is a big deal and, and I'm really deal. celebrate together. It's a big deal, especially for yeah. women, as you know, yep. is for us to invest in ourselves. It's all part of wealth consciousness, everyone. It's the same yep. thing, whether you invest in a program, right, a coaching program, whether you buy a nice outfit or you buy a car or whatever it is, when you're investing in yourself, that is so, that's so important. And it feels good. It, it's scary, but it feels good when you do it because oh it's part of raising your own worth in a way. Like you feel better about is. yourself. You, you yeah. start to think more highly of yourself. That's wealth consciousness. Yep. That yep. is wealth consciousness. Yep. That's right. Exactly. I love this, Marla. Oh my gosh, we could talk forever because I, I just, know I get all geeked out on the sales stuff, <laughs> and the money stuff, and how it all—you know—it's all one and the same. I mean, really, that's the sales is money, and money is sales, and raising your wealth consciousness is the fastest way to help your sales conversations go so much better and feel so much more comfortable. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be awkward, and and again, like you said earlier, it's going to be awkward until it's elegant. You got to just practice it, but it really does feel good once you start to nail it and really understand it. How it's it, it's a world of difference when you have, you know, recalibrated and transformed your relationship with money. And like I said, as you attract who you are in the sales process. So if you want to attract higher end clients, you got some work to do on your yep. wealth consciousness, your relationship with money. Yep. Right. It's yep. nothing to be afraid of. It's it's incredibly empowering. Right. Incredibly and it can be empowering. fun. It can be fun depending on, on how you want to approach it. It should be fun because if you're really looking to transform and grow, 
make it an enjoyable process. Like you said, have fun with the affirmations. Say them in front of your dog. Make it fun. (laughs) I like, like I said, Cassie has a a really strong wealth consciousness. Cassie hears me say this stuff all the time. So yeah, make it, make it a fun process and it will be fun. Yeah. Um, So I love this, Marla. I have learned, I've Honestly, I've been sitting here taking notes all the whole time. <laughs> so many notes. I love it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've, I've, I mean, I've learned so much from you during the, the years so far already, and even just tonight in in this last session, it's like, oh my gosh, I can't write fast enough. You've given <laughs> so much good content. So thank you. You're so welcome, and I, I mean, I'm happy to you know give your community some goodies. So you, yeah, I, I, that's what exactly what I was going to ask. Oh. For next steps for my community to support them beyond just tonight, because you've given us a, just a wealth of knowledge, um, pun intended. Um, <laughs> and I would love for them to know what they can do to get support beyond just this conversation. Sure. Thank you. Of course they're, and they're all, well, with the exception of one, but they're all, you know, these are free. So the first one is, you can get out your phone or write this down, and then when we're done, do it on your phone. But I, you can text the word innovate, text the word innovate to 66866. So 66866, innovate. And what you'll get is then a prompt that says, you know, enter your name and in, in, uh, your email. And what I will send you automatically is my money breakthrough checklist and my five practical steps to get you started on your path to higher earning. Right? And in that, it's all one, it's, it's back to back. It's one document that you're going to get. One side is money breakthrough checklist. The other one is the higher earning. That's where some of those tips that Nicole was just talking about, about doing the gift cards and mm. you know, getting your change and all that. There's, I have five different steps. Some are fun. Some are a little more mindset for you to, to you know, implement. Mm-hmm. So that's one. So text that and you can uh, receive that. I do have five available spots for discovery calls, right? So we talked about that. So there's, there's 60 minutes what you'll do is you're going to email um, support at marladiane.com. So it's M-A-R-L-A-D-I-A-N-N.com. And then in the subject line, say Nicole's class or Nicole's whatever you want to name it on there. Um, Nicole's the Sales Superstars. There you go, Nicole's <laughs> Sales Superstars. And uh, we, what I'll do is then we'll schedule your call, but I'll send you then the questionnaire. It's actually a link to a page on my site and it, you'll go through the questions and fill it out and then we'll have a discovery call. So I have five spots open for that. Signing up for a discovery call. I think that's a, a really great opportunity for the people. Yeah, let's have a call. Let's have a chat. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. Marla, thank you so much. This has been amazing. Thank you. Oh I my really gosh. appreciate your time, your experience that you shared with us, the gifts and talents and, and everything that you've learned along the way and showing up here tonight to share that with us is just really amazing. Yeah. You're, you're so welcome. And thank you. I mean, I love, this is the type of conversation I love to have. I mean, I don't, webinars. I want, this is yeah. so much better. <laughs> now, this is, this is fun. We get to have a conversation. I love chatting with you even if we're not on a zoom call on my Facebook. Um, <laughs> yeah, this, this was really a fun treat for me to be able to, um, 
just even be a part of what you were training and kind of, like I said, nerd out on the sales portion of it. Cause I yeah. love with that. So thank you again so, so much. I'm really grateful for you being here tonight with us. You're so, so welcome. And again, thank you for having me. Awesome. You guys, thank you. So Bye, I would love to hear your takeaways. Marla's in the group. So I'm sure she would love to see the takeaways too. Yeah. Um, so let us know whether you're, you watched live or you're watching the replay. Cause I know some of the people, you know, we live all over the world. So some of the people it's the middle of the night for them. So they're not necessarily awake right now, but they are going to watch the replay. So regardless of when you're watching it, leave your takeaways in the comments. I would love to see them. And I know Marla would too. Amen. Awesome. awesome. Right. Thank you again, Marla. I um, really am grateful for you and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your evening. You too. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Bye everybody. All right. That is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this, subscribe because there's more good stuff coming your way. Also, please leave a review. It would mean so, so much to me and it would help others who are considering listening to this podcast to understand how amazing it is. And while you're at it, why not share with a friend? And by the way, one last thing, I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. So you got a couple options. You can check me out on Instagram at Healthy Steps with Nicole. You can find me in my private Facebook group, Nicole Sales Superstars, or you can go to my website, healthystepswithnicole.com. I would love to hear from you and I can't wait.